That's right, Lou. As we were saying when we caught up with Matt only half an hour ago, the most interesting political story in South Australia today doesn't involve the Labor Party, it doesn't involve the Liberal Party, it involves, surprisingly enough, the Country Women's Association, and it hinges on the mysterious and as yet unexplained sacking of its president, Davina Clark. Now, for the life of me, I do not understand how this has remained a secret in South Australia for almost six months. She was given a marching orders in mid-May. It happened quite unpleasantly, uh, or the process started quite unpleasantly. Some might even say opportunistically when she came down with the coronavirus and was on an antiviral drip at the Royal Adelaide Hospital. Um, the uh, State Administration Committee decided at that point to declare, not that she'd requested it, that Davina Clark was taking an extended leave of absence. There were rumours doing the rounds, baseless rumours, that she was in ICU, and her supporters are saying the whole thing looked like a total stitch-up. Now, we've been able to get zero clarity around what it is that she's meant to have done wrong, although I understand that some of the allegations are that she was a bit messy when she was residing, as she's entitled to do, at the President's Residence at the Kettleville Terrace headquarters of the Country Women's Association. Uh, Her messiness manifested itself in leaving too much embroidery uh, in the room uh, and other handiwork, and also the fact that even though she paid with her own money, she bought some antique furniture because the couches in there weren't very comfortable and it was deemed that that was inappropriate. The broader, bigger story behind all of this is clearly that there's tensions between some of the grassroots members of the organisation and the all-powerful state admin committee. Now, the amazing thing about it is that even though they tried to knock her off, she was actually going to resign. Davina Clark had written a letter of resignation and she was going to tender it at the state council meeting in June, but she was basically talked out of it by members and, and, and also... Um, she had great support from from many of the staff that she got to know at the CWA. So she's now decided that she's going to tough it out. So it's turned into this crazy Mexican standoff that has now lasted almost six months. And it's going to come to a head at the next state council meeting of the CWA, which I understand is set down for November the 9th. Now, I've had members of, of the... the, the um, of this great organisation that you normally associate with tea and scone saying that the 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 all-powerful nature of its management and the the fact that Ms Quirk was somehow quote disappeared um is something you'd associate more with the Soviet Union than the the genial um outfit that normally sells scones at the at the royal show um manifesting itself this sort of desire for control. I understand that the State Administration Committee has even written to Ms Quirk telling her that if, as she did last time, because she's now, they've put a, they've put, they put a chain around, a padlocked chain around the President's residence to stop her from re-entering, and they also hired a big buffy-looking security guard to maintain order there. So they've now written to her saying that if she does what she did last time, which is to book accommodation at the Adelaide Royal Coach Hotel so that she can be physically there to talk to CWA members. This would be seen as placing state council under duress and your behaviour will be taken into account when considering any appeal. So effectively telling her as a private citizen that she's not allowed even to book a room at a privately owned hotel that has absolutely no relationship to the 
WA does suggest what I think you could fairly describe by way of understatement as a degree of authoritarian overreach. More to come. No doubt you can, of course, read about David's uncovering with the CWA in The Australian today. And I tell you what, if you want to get in on the ground floor for what is definitely going to win next year's Walkley Award for the best headline of the year, <laughs> the headline the subs that the paper put on it is Strange Fate of Quirk.